0: American Council of Blind Lions, ACBL, is the affiliate that roars, and that's no lion. ACBL holds monthly conference calls and ACB convention events that help people who are blind or visually impaired become more involved in local Lions clubs. Find out more. Call 502-897-1472 or email lions.acb at gmail.com. The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service, nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
1: All right. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us for the Vespero training series this week. My name is Rachel. And I'm Liz. And this is what you got this week, and we are going to be talking about... Five different ways to select text with your keyboard and JAWS. And this has been fun to plan. I'm looking forward to it. And I'm interested to know if anyone who joins us has any other ways or has any thoughts on what we're bringing to the table. So, um, Liz, do you want to do some our announcements? I think we just have a couple little things.
2: Absolutely. So, I just wanted to start out by reminding everyone that our schedule is posted on our training page as well as on our blog so the entire schedule for the month of january can be found at freedomscientific.com forward slash training and you can look for the heading that says training schedule and it takes you to a page where you'll see our most Yeah, the current schedule, the most recent schedule. And then on blog.freedomscientific.com, we also posted that as a separate blog post last week. That way, if you are subscribed to our blog, you can get that information in your inbox every time a post goes live. And we have a couple of events coming up. So next week on Wednesday, we do have an event with the Blind and Veterans Association. It is a vet tech event. That is the series... Uh, that they offer every week and we are happy to be a part of that one Wednesday a month and that's going to be at 3 p.m. Eastern uh, I mean let's see yeah 3 p.m. Eastern um, and that's going to be on using place markers we're actually going to be talking a little bit about those today but we're going to really be delving into what place markers are how to use them on a web page and Uh, how to use them for temporary place markers, as well as permanent place markers. So join us for that. You can get all the information, the time, the date, the link, all of that. Those events are on Zoom, and you can find that on our schedule. And we also have an Ask Sharky event coming up, and actually that one takes place Tuesday at 10 a.m., Eastern. And that is going to be on using Autocomplete in Outlook. We did one earlier a few weeks ago on using Autocomplete in Excel. And so we're going to touch on that feature in Outlook and some of the benefits and what you can do with it. And we now offer those events on Clubhouse and Zoom. So you can get all the information again about that in our schedule as well. There you'll find the Zoom link and uh, if you have any questions about our schedule, about any of the events, you can email us at training at com. Meeting
3: controls. Focus Blue Quick Start Guide. Focus Blue Quick Start Guide. Freedom Scientific Dash. Task switching. Meeting controls. Alta.
1: Am I unmuted now? Yes. Cool, all right, well, thank you for those announcements, guys. seriously don't don't miss out on checking out the blog. It's a quick way that you can touch base and Liz and her team works incredibly hard to keep it up to date and it's all really good info. And as you noticed, I went ahead and shared my screen because I thought that I could just you know skip that step where everyone has to wait on me to do it, and I could get that going. Um, I am gonna switch my speech synthesizer and before we get started i just wondered if you wanted to preface anything before we talked about the different ways of selecting text Liz.
2: okay sorry about that now i was not (laughs) was muted accidentally no worries so yeah we're going to talk about five different ways to select text and and there are always so many different ways of Performing a task. Uh, Sometimes we choose which one that we want to use based on how uh, the particular task that we're doing. You know, maybe we're in a particular application and we want to select text using Windows commands, or maybe we want to use place markers or the voice assistant. So we're just going to be giving you some interesting ways of selecting text.
1: And as Rachel said, we do want your feedback on how you do it. Yep, absolutely. So let me switch my voice and let's dive right in.
3: Select a voice profile by... Eloquence. Meeting controls, PC cursor.
1: So we hear from our um, community of folks who use our products and are also hard of hearing um, that this is the easiest synthesizer to hear for demos. So we are going to go with Eloquence. And I will move over to my Word document, because we are going to start with the basics. We're going to talk about Windows, text selection keys. And for a lot of us, this is the way that we learn to initially start to select text,
3: so. All
1: right, so this is a great place for us to start. I'm at the beginning of the line. I can press home. Oh. And again, you all are probably familiar with these keyboard commands, but in case you're not, in case you're a little rusty, let's just go over it. So I can use shift and left and right arrow.
3: Text. Using. Keyboard. Shortcuts.
1: And I'm sorry, haha. I can use Control Shift to select oh, yes. by word here. Sierra. I I literally um, I know what I'm doing. It's okay. <laughs> you're in good hands. Don't let me fool you. Um, so Control Shift Right and Left Arrow.
3: Select selected, text selected, using selected.
1: And of course, you'll hear Jaws speak there that you're able that so you know that those lines are. That those words are selected, rather. And you can do this with right or left arrow. So depending on where your cursor is, you can do Control-Shift-Right-Arrow to select by word and Control-Shift-Left-Arrow to select by word in the other direction. Oh. If I want to select to the end of the line, I'm able to do Shift-End and vice versa. If my cursor is in the middle of the line and I want to select at the beginning, I can do Shift-Home and if i'd like to select a paragraph i can use shift page up and page down and then of course one that i use a lot in my everyday life because i no longer use these commands i'll tell you why in a moment but i use control a and what control a does is
3: select
1: all of the characters in that document so shift shift control Different modifier keys put together. These are the basic Windows text selection commands. And this is what I was beholden to for the large majority of my life as a computer user. But then recent, semi-recently in the last couple of years, I've started using temporary place markers to select text. It's a total game changer. And... Whereas I found that this Windows method wasn't always as consistent as it could be when it came to selecting text online. The next method I'm about to show you, I think, just works like a charm. And it rarely, if ever, has failed me. I can't think of a time off the top of my head. So let's Alt-Tab to um, our Focus Braille Display Quick Start Guide that I have open.
3: Meeting controls. Focus Blue Quick Start Guide-Freedom Scientific-Work-Microsoft-Edge-Danner-Region. Dash dash
1: all right i'll hit control and to stop speech and then control home
3: Focus, blue, quick, start, guide, and, dash freedom
1: and let's just move through some of this text we'll move by heading let's select this introduction and this is really nice because oftentimes if you use basic text selection keyboard commands on a website and you're also navigating it can be difficult to keep that text selected what's nice about using a place marker a temporary place marker to select text is you don't have that problem so what you'll do is you'll navigate to the place where you want your selection to start
3: uh, introduction
1: which i wanted to start at the beginning of the word introduction N-I- there we are and i will press the keyboard command control windows k
3: key though temporary place markers at heading level two introduction
1: now I can just go ahead and use my regular reading keys this is great
3: the focus blue line of refreshable braille displays provide a tactile interface to your computer or mobile device access and information at your fingertips has never been easier with these compact and portable options the focus blue is available heading level two focus controls overview
1: all right so let's just go to the very end of the introduction let's just select this one specific section and I know that my focus now is on the second heading let's just Double check.
3: Heading level two. Focus controls overview.
1: Right. So I'll up arrow from here. I want to find that exact spot.
3: Link focus blue user guide. Information. the Guide is intended to provide the basic info. The Focus Blue is available in 14, 40, or 80 refreshable real cells and requires the use of a screen readers such as JAWS for Windows. This quick start. Guide is intended to provide the basic information you need to familiarize yourself with your Focus display and to get you up and running. For more detailed information, the Link focus blue user guide. Heading level two. Focus link focus blue
1: Okay. So here we are.
3: And period. Blank.
1: I'm right after the period, so this is the introduction from the quick start that I'd like to select. And to finish this selection, what I'll do is I'll use a layered command. So I'll hold down caps lock space because I am in laptop mode. You could also use JAWS key space, but depending on what your JAWS key is, space. you hear that little sound. And then I press M. And I think of it as the word mark, like I'm marking my text for selection here.
3: Selected between mark place and current position.
1: So it's music to my ears. I love it. So uh, I don't have to worry about the keyboard commands and holding down shift while I move through the text. That text is selected where I designated between those two points. And from here, I can copy. Copy selection to clipboard. And then paste that wherever I want. So that is how you select text with a temporary place marker. And it's handy dandy. And now I'm going to hand it off to Liz because she's got the goods on some other ways to select text with your keyboard and JAWS. All right.
2: Thank you, Rachel. Now, I did want to expound upon a couple of things here regarding using place markers because, you know, we are going to be talking about place markers, you know, in in subsequent trainings here. But I think they're very – I'm going to share my screen here too. I think they're very useful in – you know, we use them on the Internet on – uh, web pages to mark places. You can set different types of place markers, the permanent mm-hmm. ones and the temporary ones, but you can only have one temporary place marker on a page. Right. Um, but I'm going to share.
3: Here we go.
1: All right, you guys can hear this, right?
3: Practice right. workbook. Yes, absolutely.
1: Oh, she's going to show you in Excel, and Amen. this is amazing. Am. So you can actually
2: use temporary place markers in Excel and Word now it works the same in word as rachel just showed you except you have to make sure you save your document so let me flip over here to word document
3: document one word and show you
2: what happens i have an unsaved document so if i try to
3: video provides a powerful way to help you prove
2: all right so if i try to set a place marker here
3: setting a marked place at the beginning of the document is not valid
2: okay now two things here you you can't set a place marker at the beginning of a document because that's there's already a mark there that says, hey, this is the beginning of a document. Paste the- so if I go down a line and try to do it.
3: You must save this document before marking a place to return to later.
2: All right, so just a couple of disclaimers there. You have to save your document, and you can't do it right at the beginning. So if, if I wanted, for example, to set a place marker at this text here at the beginning, Video prov- I, would just, I would save the document. But I could also just place a blank line here. I could press Enter at the beginning of this line. Of text, and now my up arrow. I have blank line.
3: Video provides, a-
2: and now I have, you know, the text that actually starts there. So, um, yeah. And again, you know, Rachel gave all these great commands too for for using your shift down arrow and shift right arrow and things like that. And and I do still use those a lot. But there are some different ways you can select text, and I'm going to show you that are that are really neat. But let's talk about place markers really quickly here in Excel. Before we get to selection mode,
3: practice workbook.xlsx. All
2: right, so I'm here in Excel, and I have a workbook open that has two spreadsheets in it. You can add, or you can you can add one place marker per sheet. But if you had, let's say, six sheets in this workbook, you could, you could actually add one to each worksheet, which would give you six place markers. So what I want to show you how to do is to do that and then to get a list of the place markers that you have in your entire workbook. So I'm here in a budget spreadsheet. This is just a sample workbook, and I have a, a spreadsheet here that has a whole lot of information. I want to go to...
3: Blank. 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 D1. Blank. E1. Budget 2019.
2: So that is the title. And here we are in... Budget 2019. E2. Or in cell E2. And it's the title. So I want to go ahead and put a mark there. I'm going to press Control-Windows-K.
3: Dialog. Replace mark cell D13 with E2. Yes button. Alt plus Y.
2: Now, there is not any way to delete a place marker so i previously had one in cell d13 and it recognizes that that place marker is saved here and so it's asking me if i want to replace that place marker with and and here in excel we all also can call them cell markers so it's asking do you want to replace the cell marker you had in d13 here in this cell because you can only have one per, per spreadsheet so, I'm going to tell it yes.
3: can yes button. I'll enter. Setting cell marker at E2. Budget 2019.
2: All right. So, now it told me where it was setting that marker. And from here, I could navigate wherever I wanted. Um,
3: groceries in January. $200 E4.
2: All right. So, let's say that I want to figure out how much I spent in groceries from January through May of 2019 i'm here in the month of january so again we could put the cell marker there so i'm just going to do that again control windows k
3: dialogue replace mark cell e2 with e4 so you
2: know because we can only have one it's asking if i want to replace it yes i do
3: enter setting cell marker E4. all
2: right so now i can down arrow to the different through these different cells until i get to the row for may
3: february march april may blank e8 oh
2: that happens to be blank but That's okay. I can just go ahead and use that layered command that Rachel mentioned with insert space Space. and the letter M.
3: Select E4, $200, E8, blend.
2: So, what it did there is it told me that it was selecting the cell range. And so, let me find one here. Let me find a category that actually has multiple.
3: uh, Let's see, multiple.
2: values here
3: entertainment f january february 79 okay here we go january 79
2: all right so let's set that cell marker again
3: dialogue replace mark cell enter 79
2: all right so now we're in the, the column for entertainment and i'm going to down arrow through these different uh values here
3: february 79 march blank f6
2: so, all right. So, there again, I could use this layered command, insert space, space followed by M.
3: Select F4, $79, F6, blank.
2: All right. And so, I only had a couple of values there. But, you know, if I had a whole column of values and I selected that, I could average, I could add, I could, you know, use a formula, I could format, I could do whatever I wanted to do. And it's going to read me that information. It's going to read me the Range of cells that are selected, and if I want to verify those, and you can do this with anything that you select here, I can press
3: January one thousand two hundred dollars utilities seventy five dollars.
2: I can press Insert Shift.
3: Selected range January and number thirteen.
2: I can press Insert Shift down arrow. Now, when you do that, it's going to read a little bit of extra information to you, but let's let's see what it does here. I'm pressing Insert Shift or Jaws key Shift down arrow.
3: Selected range January and number 13 through and number 13 March F4.
2: So it said January through March. Now I I do want to point out here that a lot of these Windows commands that we're using, these, you know, the ones that Rachel mentioned was shift down arrow, shift right arrow, shift control right arrow, and all of those one way to remember those, if you do want to use them, including this uh, selection commands so you can find out what you have selected, is to think about the reading command and add shift to it. So you know that when you're using your up and down arrow keys, if you go down, it's going to go to the next line, it's going to read that next line. If you add shift to that, it's going to select that next line. Same thing with right arrow to navigate by character. If you press shift and right arrow, it's going to select one character at a time. Control, shift, right arrow, one word at a time. So that is one way you can remember those commands. Just think of the reading command. In this case, insert or JAWS key down arrow is going to say all. It's going to read from where your cursor is uh, down through the rest of you know the, the document or where there's a break. And if you add shift to that, it's going to tell you what you have selected. So I just wanted to give you... You know, kind of an easier way to remember some of those if you're not sure what the command is. Now, I have these cells selected. I can press any arrow key to deselect just like I can even if I'm using my shift and down arrow to select uh, some information. I can use my down arrow or any of the arrow keys to deselect that text. Now, the place marker or cell marker in this case is still going to be In the same location, it's still going to be in the month of January in the column for entertainment, but that marker that how we marked it using the insert space plus the letter M, that layered command, that is no longer there. All right, there's another way we can do this, too, and I'm just going to give you a little bit of a disclaimer. I'm probably going to set off your voice assistance in JAWS doing this, so I apologize ahead of time. So let's go back up.
3: Enterta- January.
2: To January, I want Enterta- to look for a column here where we have some
3: grocery Utilities, January, February, $80, March, $80. Okay. Fe- January, $75. All
2: right, so I'm here in the column for utilities, and I'm in the month of January, and I'm going to say, Hey, Sharky, start selection.
3: Dialogue, replace Mark cell F4 with D4. Yes, button.
2: All right, I do want to replace it, so I'm going to press enter.
3: Enter. $75, D4.
2: All right, so I'm in D4, and I've already set that selection. I said the wake word for the voice assistant, and I said start selection. Now let's arrow down here several times.
3: February, March, April, May, June. $100, D9.
2: All right, I'm going to say the wake word again. Hey, Sharky. Finish
3: selection. Select D4, $75, D9, $100.
2: And there we have it. And so what happens there when you use the voice assistant and you say start selection, it actually does add a cell marker there. It will move that cell marker to that location. Same thing if you did it on the web or if you did it in Word, it's going to set a place marker in that location. And and then, of course, the end of that, which was saying the wake word again and saying finish selection, that is the same as using that layered command, insert space plus M, or insert space followed by M. So I just want to give you another way of doing that. And, you know, that one's a really handy command. If you're busy and you're doing something where you don't want to have to take your hands off the keyboard or you think, oh, I need to select this really quickly, and you know you don't want to interrupt what you're doing just use the voice assistant if you have that available to you if you're able to have that on um and of course if you don't want to say the say the uh, wake word or you don't uh have that on you can press ins let's see escape Okay. I needed, I needed to stop. Sorry. Insert alt space bar. So JAWS key alt space bar. Cancel. And it canceled sorry, that. I- Okay. I didn't understand what I meant, but I just wanted to give you that command as well. All right. So we talked about place markers and we've talked about using the, uh, windows commands and we've talked about the voice assistant. I know we're kind of flying through these but I wanted to give you a couple of more that you can actually use in different places. So I'm going to close out this spreadsheet here.
3: Hold up for micro 1.5 oops blend. All right, blend. blend. Blend video provides blend.
2: All right, so I'm in a word document. I don't have this document saved, but that's okay. In Word there's a feature called selection mode. And we're going to use this here in Word. We're also going to use this on a web page to do something really cool that I oftentimes forget I can do. So we're going to select tables with it here in just a minute. All right. So I'm here in Word. And let's say I do want to use those commands that I was talking about, the the Windows commands that Rachel showed you. We do want to use those. And... um, I want to be able to select a lot of text, I want to be able to read it as I select it, but I don't want to necessarily have to hold down shift or control you know, shift or anything like that. I'm going to press F8.
3: Extended selection mode on.
2: So now it turned what we call extended selection mode on. So now if I use my arrow keys.
3: Selected blank.
2: If I just press down arrow, it says selected, that was a blank line, so if I do it again,
3: Selected video provides a powerful way to help you prove your point period when you click online video comma you can
2: All right, so it is selecting uh, One line at a time if I move by word if I press Control right arrow
3: Selected paste selected in selected the uh,
2: so basically from here I can just use all of my reading commands and keep selection mode on or extended mode on and It'll select whatever I, you know, whenever I use my arrow keys. If I want to deselect a line, I can hit up arrow.
3: Unselected. That's a powerful way to help you prove your point.
2: And so that's just a really quick way. That way you don't have to hold down that shift key. Now, some interesting things about extended selection mode here. If I press F8,
3: selected entire document,
2: we have a couple of options. We have Word, we have entire document.
3: Selected entire document.
2: I'm going to hit escape. If you hit escape, Blank. And then you use your arrow keys. It actually turns that feature off. And so, if you accidentally turn it on, because I've done that before, I pressed F8 and thought, "Oh, I didn't want to do that." You can just hit Escape. But if I press it here,
3: extended selection mode on, selected word
2: says selected word. So that's going to select the word that I'm on. So let's video provi- Let's uh, try that here.
3: Provide video.
2: I'm on the word video.
3: Extended selection mode on, selected word.
2: All right, and it said selected word. So let's see what happens when we press our JAWS key, shift and down arrow.
3: Selection is video.
2: And it did select that word. Uh, If I press right arrow.
3: Selected P. All
2: right, so there it's still going to act like it normally would, um, but it will actually just select the word that we're on if we press F8 twice, and so I thought that was an interesting way to navigate here. Select. I'm going to hit escape. Video. Or we can select that whole document, which is the same thing as pressing control A. Um,
3: Extended sele- selected word, selected sentence.
2: There's sentence. That would select the entire sentence.
3: Selected paragraph.
2: Paragraph.
3: Selected entire document
2: or entire document. Let's see what happens here. If we press uh, Jaws key shift down arrow
3: selected 1303 characters from video provides a powerful through even on another device period.
2: So it selected the entire document there So again, just a, a quick way to select things if you wanted to just select by sentence now I really like that one Plank. because here I am we uh, I know that this line contains more than just one sentence. It contains one whole sentence and then part of a sentence. But if I hit F8 here,
3: extended selection mode on, selected word, selected sentence,
2: and then let's see what we have selected with uh, Insert, Shift Down Arrow,
3: selection. as video provides a powerful way to help you prove your point.
2: And there we go. So. That was an interesting way to select text in word uh it's one that i don't use a whole lot but i actually when i need i do use it when i need to select by sentence now let's go over here to a web page
3: meeting control training schedule and freedom scientific google chrome
2: all right i'm on the training schedule page so we have this feature available on web pages except it's going to do something a little bit different here it will turn selection mode on but it gives us the ability to select whatever element that we're on. Where this really comes in handy is when we wanna select an entire table. So you know, if you've ever been on a table that you wanted to select and you just hold down shift, you keep hitting down arrow, or maybe you've used the place marker, uh, setting the place marker and using that selection layered command, which is great, that will definitely work. But this gives you a really quick way to select an entire table. So what we need to do is find that table. I'm going to hit the letter T.
3: Table with four columns and 12 rows. Column one, row one, when?
2: So here we are. We're in the table. Now we hear that information about the columns and rows. Uh, That's some information that JAWS gives us here. And if I drill down into this table with my down arrow key. What? When? uh, You know, we're here on the first row in the first column. But I want to hit up arrow.
3: Table with four columns and 12 rows.
2: And I want to just be where it gives me that information, that it's a table, and how many rows and columns it has. And from here, I can hit F8.
3: Selected 3543 characters up to your mobile device, period.
2: Oh, let's see. That did not do what I wanted it to. We
3: also welcome table with four. All
2: right, so let's see. Let's try that again.
3: Table with four. Selected. 3543 characters up to your mobile device. Hmm. When, All
2: right. Well, that's interesting. Table. So let me A-T. try this. I'm going to set a place marker here.
3: Temporary place. And
2: now, as you can imagine, when you're down arrowing through a table here, there's a lot of information there.
3: Third, set, two, chance,
2: I should have probably done the table thing first here, but We'll, we'll get it to work.
3: When, third, two, third, third, two, third, two, bottom of column.
2: All right. And then I could select using the layered command.
3: Space. Selecting between marked place and current position.
2: So that is one way to do it. But okay. So let's go back to the top and see Three. if this will work again here. Table with. So I'm going to down arrow in this table here. What? And make sure that I'm in it. And now, and now I want to up arrow.
3: When. Table with four columns and 12 rows. All right. Selected. 3543 characters up to your mobile device. F8. F8. All
2: right. I'm not really sure why that's eight. not working. But what's supposed to happen here is it's going to select the entire table. And from there, we could go paste that in a document. And as, as you can imagine, when you're trying to paste, you know, trying to grab an entire table, that can be time consuming. And you want to make sure you get all of that information. So this just gives you a way to go grab all of that information at once. All right, so a couple more things to mention, and um, we we haven't really talked about this for a while, but the FS clipboard. So let's say you're, you're copying and you're pasting a lot of information, and you we wanna be able to grab some, a lot of information at one time, but you don't wanna have to go back and keep pasting it in the document, pasting it in the document, and so forth. Well, you can use the FS clipboard to do that. And what it does is it will hold that information there on the clipboard and you can then paste it all at one time. So let's go back over here to our document.
3: Document one word. Top of video provides.
2: All right. So we have some text here and let's go to the bottom. Bottom of f-
3: blank, blank.
2: All right. So table back to this table. We
3: also table with four columns and 12 rows.
2: All right.
3: Selected 3543 characters.
2: Well, let me just see what happens here if I copy this information.
3: Copy selection to clipboard.
2: All right, so I copied to my clipboard. Now, I like to, if I'm going to use the FS clipboard, I like to copy to my clipboard before I do anything else, because when you use the Control c to copy your clipboard, it's going to Delete what was on there, you know, ahead of time. What what you had on there before, and it's going to replace it with what you're copying now. So I want to make sure that I don't have anything that doesn't relate to what I'm trying to copy and paste here. So I always I always try to start with Control C. All right. So now I've copied some information to the clipboard. I'm going to go to the top of this web page.
3: Training schedule and freedom scientific.
2: And I'm going to copy. Or I'm going to select this line here. R-T. So. Home. I'm going to press shift end
3: selected training schedule and freedom scientific
2: all right so now instead of doing control c which i don't want to do because i don't want to copy over the text that i just copied i'm going to use a different command and this is specific to jaws because it's the fs clipboard so i'm going to press insert window c
3: append selection to clipboard
2: and here instead of saying copy to clipboard it says appended selection to clipboard now this is a really useful feature if you're copying from multiple sources you know maybe you're copying from different sections of a web page or some text or different web pages and you don't want to have to paste every time you just want to be able to copy everything you need and when you're finished paste it this is a great way to do that because it's going to keep appending whatever you're copying to your clipboard so i'm going to Go ahead, let's see if we can find some more text on this page.
3: Training schedule heading level one. Heading level two, join us for our January 2023 training events.
2: All right, so I want to copy this information here.
3: And
2: I'm going to use the place place marker method here with Windows uh, Control K.
3: Temporary place marker set. Mm -hmm. I'm going
2: to go to the end of that.
3: Edit a freedom scientific schedule where you're sure to... If you have (laughs) other questions or need send mail link, we also welcome your suggestion table with fork. All right. Events, period blank.
2: So I'm at the end of where I want to select, and I'm going to mark that with insert space M.
3: Space. Selecting between mark, place, and current position.
2: And I'm going to press uh, JAWS key, Windows C.
3: Appended selection to clipboard.
2: And now let's go over here to the Word document.
3: Document. Document 1.
2: All right. Now, one thing to note about using the FS clipboard is that when you paste, when you press Control-V, If you have appended text to your clipboard there on the FS clipboard, it's going to paste it without formatting, which oftentimes is what we want. I mean, sometimes you do want to paste a link as a link and things like that. But if you're really trying to paste things in a document and you don't want to get all kinds of crazy formatting and you don't want to have to reformat your document and things like that, this is another good thing to do. Because when you paste with control V, it's going to paste it unformatted. So let's let's use control V.
3: Paste it from clipboard. Let's
2: see what we got. Welcome your suggestions for... Ah, so I'm here at the bottom. Let's go back to the top. Page one. And I'm going to down arrow through this uh, video text I had generated here in a document.
3: Paste the victim tech and site theme. Thees save fits in your table. Reading the text you want. If it left blank, 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 blank. When, what, about, where.
2: All right, so here we have the table, the, the text from the table that we actually pasted. That was the first thing that we copied to the clipboard. I'm going to page down here so we can get through this.
3: Page 2's January 7, page 3 PM, join via Zoom or the mobile page. Welcome mm. said if you have blank, that will help you with work, school, or play, Blend.
2: So here we have the text that we pasted after that. So basically, you can just keep appending things to your FS clipboard, and then you can paste it all at once. And then, you know, you don't have to keep doing it separately. One more thing I do want to show you as far as pasting uh, is how to use Paste Special. So Paste Special is a feature of Word that allows you to strip out the formatting. So if you are using one of these other methods of selecting and just copying, you know, regular copying to your clipboard, but you want to paste the text without formatting, instead of pressing Control-V, Uh, let's go to the bottom, bottom here i need an extra line here all right
3: um well if you have other questions
2: all right so let's select these last couple of lines
3: i so selected
2: and i'm going to press Control c now i'll show you what happens after i've used the fs clipboard and now i press Control c overwrite
3: clipboard dialog
2: now it's asking me if i want to overwrite the clipboard which i do so i'm going to press uh, up arrow here.
3: No button. Yes button.
2: To make sure I'm on yes and enter.
3: Copied selection to clipboard.
2: So now I've copied to my clipboard. Now I can press Alt Control V.
3: As list box HTML format.
2: So now we have a couple of choices. We have as HTML format, and I can down arrow to the next option.
3: Unformatted Unicode text.
2: And it's unformatted Unicode text. The important word there is unformatted. So I can press enter. Page four, and I use that a lot. If I'm going to be pasting something, you know, if you if you copy something from another document, let's say it was 14 point font, and you need to paste it in your document which is 11 point font, and you don't want to have to worry about, you know, is it 14 point? Is it bolded? Is it, you know, if you use Paste Special, which is Alt Control V, and then you down arrow to Unformatted Unicode Text, and press Enter it is going to paste that in the format of your current document, not the source document, but your current document.
3: If we have other questions, welcome.
2: And there we have it. So those are just several ways to use copy and paste. And we're going to break and see if you guys have any questions, and then we can show you more stuff. If you don't, there's more to talk about as far as using place markers in Excel. But I'm
3: going to stop
1: the screen share here. And let's see if we have any questions. Yeah, even if you just want to talk about how you select text or which one of those you like best i'm interested in that especially maybe if you use selection mode i would i'm interested in to know if anyone uses it really mm-hmm. i mean right. so we have some hands so all right thank you angela scott edwards you may speak
3: okay thank you that extended selection mode you you were showing a while ago, I presume that's a toggle The with the F8 turns it on and off. I don't recall you ever, I don't recall you I don't, I recall you turned it on, but I never mm-hmm. I think the way you turned it off was by exiting what you were doing, and I guess that automatically turns it off too. But
0: um, escape
3: it,
2: turns that off. So oh, it,
3: escape. Okay. Yeah.
2: yeah, what happens is if you press F8, it will cycle you through all of your choices but oh, then to actually turn it off when, once you get to select document it kind of stops there and if you press it again mm-hmm. let me see if it does actually t- it might turn it off there let's see let's see you might be right there okay no you have to hit escape but it will walk oh, okay. you it will take you through the choice different choices there yeah
3: actually all yeah. right that's, that's all i wanted.
1: Thanks, Scott. Oh. Mm-hmm. And-
4: All right, we have Greg
1: Juan Juan Snyder. You may speak. Hi, Greg. Long time no talk.
0: I you know. No, Happy New Year. Right? Happy
1: New Year. It's good to hear your voice. How are yes. you?
0: Yes. Uh, I'm doing, doing yeah. well. Doing well. I, I plan to... Well, I'm in school, so I plan to uh, be at these webinars uh, this oh, weekend. Good week, and oh, then, good. Um, hopefully, um, I'll be at them more often. But um, So, I have a question. Sometimes when I cut uh, a copy and paste links, I'll do the... Um, like for Zoom links and such, when I don't want to copy the whole, you know, Zoom meeting ID and when people just want the link, I'll copy it into a messenger or email address and I'll do, um, you know, shift down arrow to select the, um, the link and then, um, control C to copy. And then I, when I try to paste it with control V, it doesn't show up as a link. And I'm wondering if you can help me with why that would be and if there's a better way to, um, to do that. Again, this is just when I want to copy the, uh, the Zoom link. So, so
1: typically I find that I have to press enter after I copy it and okay. then it
0: turns into a link. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's, I mean, after
1: I paste it, it's what I meant to say. I apologize. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I didn't know some of these things. Like I didn't know the Sharky thing and I didn't mm-hmm. know the, uh, so some of these things I'll use and I'll have to listen to the podcast again to get, you know, unless these are accessible somewhere, you know, that I can just look at them or something in a document that- yeah
2: we'll put one together for you we'll put one together for you guys and if you want that document send an email to training at vispero.com and it'll have all these different commands in it oh but
1: good. Also, i do think that there is a section so we have this these 10 like jaws basics modules that are at freedomscientific.com slash teachers and i do think one of those has a little module on text selection and it so does. That it would be a happen. place where all of this would be congregated. Maybe not some of the newer. Yeah,
2: stuff, I think but mo- most of it's things. there. But yeah, mm-hmm. several things. Several things are there. But we can definitely you can go check that out on our teachers page, that which is on our training page. Or uh we can also we will put together a document though and offer that.
0: Okay. So. Okay. And you guys have a happy uh Happy New Year, and um, yeah, I'm curious the to year. talk to you on what your New Year's resolutions are for Freedom <laughs> Scientist, for uh-huh. uh, Vespero, sorry. And, um, well, I've got the, I just want to encourage people, we, I'm Rachel and Elizabeth, I don't know if you know, we have a community-a-thon going on right now for ACB, and we've raised over $11,000, and I want to encourage people to go donate, 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 tinyurl.com slash community-a-thon 22 so oh, thanks. Great, so yeah. yeah thanks guys all mm-hmm. right thank yeah. you
1: thanks greg all right we have mina
4: vada you may speak should be unmuted am i Yep, yeah. there you are. Yes. Okay. So, Ray, right, so Liz, uh-huh. I need to, to confirm really the FAA table does work. It was probably your table because when after that, I went to a site where I knew there was um, a grid. Well, it's, it's called a grid. Yes. And they perfectly selected it. So, it's, it's not you. <laughs> it's,
2: it, it's, yeah, thank you for that because I did go back and try it again and I'm not sure. You know, because exactly what you just said, what you're supposed to do is go to the first column and row, and then you press up arrow, and it'll say table with, you know, three columns and four rows, and when you press F eight, it's supposed to select the entire table. It's
4: it's probably your table. So, I I select, you know, all the ways that you did, and what I love about these trainings is sometimes you know I've known it, but I've forgotten it along the way or something, or oh yeah, I didn't use that for a long time, but If I'm gonna, I have a different way or another way of selecting, but if you don't want me to tell about it, I won't. It's it's using Lisi. Can I, can I Mm -hmm. tell about that? Yeah, please do. Please. Absolutely. So, Lisi, I love the one thing I love about Lisi is the way you select. Because when you select with using the temporary place marker, you can't, as you said, you cannot start at the beginning of a document and do it. And you can't do it if the document has not been saved before but with lisi you can and what you do it's so simple you you go to the beginning of what you want to select you hit your little lisi key which is your grave accent and you start and you hit a comma and that will start your selection and then you're going to go to where you want to end the selection and if you've gone too much you can go up and you know but eventually um you know you you just be where you want to be and you just copy or cut or do whatever you want to so it's so simple where you don't have to, you know, you don't have to do another command to end your selection. You just do it, and
1: that's it. That's awesome. And yeah. for those of you who don't know, harchin Consultancy, mm, I think is it consultancy. Yeah, but I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yes, his company yeah. makes that software. Lisi, it, it's very compatible with JAWS, and we do hear many, many good things about it. So, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, so, so good that's- stuff. A-
2: All
1: right, all right. All right. And, that's, that's that where we that are.
2: All the hands, all right. I'm going to share again.
1: All right, yeah, we have and, about 10 minutes. So, are you have some more things you want to share? Yes, I do
2: actually. And thank you for that information. I, I did find wall. a table share that maybe. this actually did work with. So, I, with before you, had, you
1: guys do that, yes. there's one more hand. Okay, it's 501974. You may unmute.
4: Yeah. Um, sh- there we go.
1: Five zero one nine seven four. You may unmute. Star nine, I think. Star nine, if you're on the phone.
5: Okay, finally, finally. Yes. Hi. Um, this is Teresa. Yay. Hi. Uh, Hi. I wish I was calling you. I wish I was calling you from home instead of at work. Well, I didn't mean it like that, but I do mean is that I'd be on my. Um, I got a Lenovo for Christmas. Oh, uh, all right. And um, I was going to um, just to have my uh, uh, family download the NVDA software, but guess what I did advocate 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 and i said you know what i said you can get jobs now for like 90 some dollars a year instead of having to pay a whole you know whopper of a bunch you know yeah and um yeah and um my husband said he thought the other system that i just mentioned was probably a piece of i said well i don't think it's a piece of uh he said the c word I, i think it's just the fact that um the JAWS uh, will update when whenever Microsoft uh, you know there's an update in Microsoft you can get an update with you know JAWS isn't too far behind yeah we work really closely that, right. with them you're right we,
1: you're right. absolutely right yeah, other, and...
5: than, other than NVDA you know it's, it's free so you know you get what you pay for um, right but um, anyhow I'm learning to you know access my um, email and AOL but, it, but I'm having a problem is um, I'll be reading unread mail, and then it'll only go down. I'm trying to arrow down, and it'll only go down but so far. And I don't know if I've got to open each mail until I get to. I've been trying to find things that are a few days old or maybe even a few weeks old, and I've been trying to find them because I haven't been into my AOL in quite a long time, and I'm getting a little frustrated. So I haven't opened up my Lenovo in a few days. Um, I've opened it since I got it. Don't don't get me wrong. It's just not in a few days. And um, I do, um, I I have um, the Zoom on there. So whenever there's a a call that I can get to on Zoom, I can uh, click open the link and listen to it like that and hit the F6 for
1: the got it button. well Well, i really think that this is something that we can help you with it's just maybe something that we have to do via the training email because it sounds like we may need to look at you know create a free aol account and go through the steps on our own and see kind of what you're seeing or hearing Mm -hmm. and um, and get
2: some more information from you
1: because that's going to be key you know right but But, i i haven't used aol mail in a long time but we would love to help and get you some step-by-step instructions on hopefully how to get better access yeah, so, so if I you
5: have to do it one, go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: If you send an email to training at vispero.com, um, and we can uh-huh. help walk you through it, and we'll help you figure out what's going on there. If it's that you need to go into the message or if, you know, how, how the interface is laid out there. And can you send right. an email still? Are you able to? Yeah, I didn't know if you were able to yeah, send us oh, yeah, Oh,
5: okay. uh, yeah, there's an option to compose. Okay, good. So, you know, I know how to do, you know, I know what that means, Um, sending a blank email, compose. And I have responded to some email, and I think I've even forwarded something to somebody once. But what I um, okay, question is, are they opened on, um, are you all opened on uh, January
1: 16th? We but are actually a holiday. closed for Martin Luther King Day, I believe. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay.
5: So you're closed for MLK. That's, that's fine. I just wanted to make sure I can find a day or an afternoon to request to be off. You know, I'll just have to see what's clear.
2: Okay, well, whatever whatever is convenient for you, let us know, and send us an email, and we'll help you figure that out. We'll get some information in the meantime. Okay. We can start gathering some information right. about that.
5: Okay, what are your business hours? I know it's um, Monday through Friday.
2: Yeah, I mean, we're usually here, what, 8 to, we're on uh, Eastern time. 8,
1: eight, eight a.m. Eastern right. to 5 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. But I believe okay. the tech support lines and customer <laughs> service lines open at 9 a.m right and yeah okay mm, tech support okay, may open but, earlier but that's but seven to. That's no that
5: wouldn't be the, yeah
1: yep okay but
5: well, that's fine
1: at least I, I know what to work with yeah. and just just so you know that if you have nvda this type of thing you have to pay for extra so even if the software is free tech support and customer service and training you know they're not free so I just wanted to add where that there? on. You made the right yeah. choice. You made you the right choice. Plus,
2: like oh, you, you right. were saying, so, you'll have all the updates so when everything's updated. You'll get all the updates because you're subscribed. You know, and you have that subscription to, to JAWS there, so you have your license. Yes. yeah.
5: And then being um having it year paying for it yearly. Um, yes, it kind of makes more sense in in, in the event, Should something ever happen to me, um, you know, you know, then my subscription would run out and that'd be okay because I wouldn't be paying for something that I'm not using anymore. Right. But I'm hoping nothing happens to me in the meantime. No,
2: no, no, no.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Right. All right. Okay.
2: All right. Well, we hope you you. have
1: time to email us and we'll follow up with you. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you.
2: All right. Let's see if this table works here.
3: Uh, Easy, Meeting
2: control. Let me go back over Ta- here. Heading TV list. All right. I'm here on a table that's on our Surf's Up page, which is our uh, online tutorial for navigating the web. We have a section there for how to navigate tables. So this one should.
3: Table with seven columns and five rows.
2: All right. So there it told us about our table. And I'll press F8.
3: Selected table with seven columns and five rows. TV listings with both column and row headers heading level 2 TV.
2: And it's just going to keep reading. But if I go to Word.
3: Meeting and tables with JAWS. Meeting controls. Oh,
2: maybe I did I close Word?
3: Table meeting control. OK. Search the R.D. Word. Enter. Opening my escape. Tables with JAWS. All right. Title is tables. with. Meeting and tables with JAWS. Google. Search the R.D. Word. Enter opening my this is a day
2: for troubleshooting oh you know
3: print view all
2: right there we go now if i paste it
3: paste it from clipboard welcome your suggest blank well if you have other
2: okay so i didn't copy it
3: tables with that would
2: be the problem so yeah you just go to the table
3: table with seven columns and five rows press f8 f7 well
2: press the right key
3: selected table with seven columns and five rows
2: now i'm going to copy it
3: copied selection to clipboard
2: i'm going to go to word
3: document one word edit
2: bot. and I'm gonna paste
3: paste it from clipboard at Z
2: and Parenthood. we have a table so again that's just a really handy one if you have to work with tables and you want to copy a lot of information quickly and you're dealing with columns and rows and cells so you just go to the table navigate to where JAWS says table with however many columns and rows press F8 you can copy it, and from there, you can go paste it. And it will paste the formatting in your document from the table. But if you are going to use that table, you may have to, you know, slightly reformat. It. Things do happen, but it will paste most of that formatting in there for you. So I just did want to show you that as one of the ways of selecting text.
1: All right. You success. Yes. All right. I think we have a couple of minutes. Yeah, we only have about, like, three maybe four and yeah i don't know if we have any more hands but if not we can no hands go over our couple of announcements which is that we're gonna do ask sharky next week on clubhouse and zoom so um if something has held you back from attending ask sharky before because you weren't interested in um treading into clubhouse we're now on zoom as well so you could join us there it's on our schedule, which is on our blog, blog dot as well as on our training page at freedomscientific.com forward slash training. So check it out at either of those locations. And we'll also be back here next week, of course. And the topic for next week is um gonna be great. I'm not sure what it is, but maybe list knows to you. Uh I can't remember off the top of my head, but
2: it's on the schedule. It sure is. (laughs) It's on the schedule.
1: Check it out. Check it out on the schedule. And um, anything else, Liz, that we should mention?
2: Uh, No, nothing I could think of. But if you... You know, again, if you do want to get all the latest information, we do post a lot on the blog, not just the training schedule, but we do post a lot of things. This is, uh, you know, Braille Literacy Month. So we're going to be hosting a lot of blog posts and videos and all sorts of things there. So
1: celebrating, yeah, Yeah. all month celebrating Braille Literacy. And then, of course, our software webinar will be the third Thursday of the month. And we're talking about, yeah, yes, we're talking about using braille um for productivity and it's going to be great we're going to be talking about some things that about the focus braille display that you may have not heard of before yeah so come celebrate with us yes celebrate braille Literacy Month. and that is all from us larry
0: i think we're good looking forward to next all week right. should be fun
1: thank you guys